Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Thursday, September 9th. This is The Gateway. I'm Eric Schmid. Ahead, soul singer Betty Levette achieved overdue recognition after decades in the business with her versions of songs from classic rock radio, the very same songs that she says kept her off the charts in the 60s and 70s. You call it the British invasion, we called it the British attack, especially when they started attacking us with our own music that we had not been able to get played on white stations at all. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin speaks with Betty Levette ahead of her performance in St. Louis this Saturday. First, this news. St. Louis Police Chief John Hayden has announced his retirement. Hayden said on Wednesday that he will leave in February after a 35-year career with the SLMPD. He calls the last four years as chief the honor of a lifetime. Hayden took over a department that was facing widespread criticism for the way it responded to protests against police brutality in 2017. He says his greatest accomplishment is changing the way officers respond to large-scale demonstrations. I think coming out of the protests, what we learned from that is that folk really expect high level of accountability for officers. I think, I think, I've, I think I've accomplished that. Mayor Tashara Jones is promising a nationwide search for a new chief that will include plenty of community input. Missouri employers have until late October to comply with a new law that requires unpaid time off for survivors of domestic or sexual violence who want to seek help. St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff reports one employment lawyer says businesses need to start planning now. Businesses with more than 20 workers are required to give employees affected by domestic or sexual violence up to two weeks off while keeping their position and benefits intact. Survivors and their family members can use that time to meet with a medical or mental health professional or deal with legal proceedings. Jessica Liss is a St. Louis-based employment attorney at the firm Jackson Lewis. She says businesses need to prepare for how to handle requests. I would recommend that employers start planning for revisions to their handbooks and providing some training and education to frontline managers and human resources. Businesses are also required to provide reasonable safety accommodations, which could mean adjusting shift schedules or duties. The law took effect late last month. I'm Corinne Ruff, St. Louis Public Radio. A Republican state representative from Baldwin will run for St. Louis County Executive next year. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum has more on whether Shamed Dogan can prevail in a county that's trended toward Democrats in recent elections. Dogan says he's built a record in Jefferson City of breaking with his party, pointing to his work on criminal justice issues. But Democrats are almost certain to scour his record for votes that they would contend are too conservative for a county that's become less favorable to the GOP. Dogan, though, says the political environment could favor his party next year. And we have President Biden's approval ratings already declining, and I don't see that improving by next year. And Republicans always have kind of a turnout advantage in midterm elections. County Executive Sam Page will have to run next year for a full four-year term. He may face challengers in the Democratic primary, as he did in 2020. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Kansas City-based Veterans Community Project is expanding its work to St. Louis. The nonprofit is building 50 tiny homes for veterans experiencing homelessness, as well as an outreach center in the Jeff Vanderloo neighborhood. 
The goal is to provide wraparound services to get veterans back on their feet. Jason Kander is the president of the VCP and a veteran. He says the nonprofit has a 93% rate of positive transition into permanent housing. Which means of the people that come to live with us, so far 93% of them go back to you know being permanently housed, being productive and really important and valuable members of, uh, of our communities. Kander says the goal is to start housing veterans on the St. Louis campus by late next summer. The project breaks ground today. Soul singer Betty Lavette scored her first hit in 1963 at age 17, but struggled to maintain that success. She's since received her due as a great vocalist and song interpreter. Lavette plays the Sheldon on Saturday as part of the music at the Intersection Festival. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin spoke with Lavette ahead of that performance and asked her which song on her latest album she most identifies with. Oh, well, Blackbirds. I felt like... Paul McCartney wrote it, but he was talking about me. When I sung it for the very first time, which was at the Hollywood Bowl, and just 10 years before that, I had lived in walking distance of the Hollywood Bowl and never got a chance to come inside the gates because I never made that much money the whole while I lived in California. And I just thought, I'm standing here with this 32-string orchestra at the Hollywood Bowl on a beautiful summer evening looking gorgeous and sounding tremendous. And all I could think was all of my life, I've waited for this moment to arrive. I took my broken wings and taught my own self how to fly. You have to seduce a song to make it work for you? It has to seduce me. Some of them have seduced me and kept me there for 50 and 60 years. Some of them I was madly in love with for a couple of years, maybe. (laughs) You had something you used to say to audiences when you were touring the Interpretations album, playing a lot of these songs by the, the British classic rock white artists. You said... These are the songs of your youth. They were the nemesis of mine. What, what do you mean by that? Oh, well, they, you call it the British invasion. We called it the British attack. So the little bit of progress that black music was making on white stations, it was kind of suspended. It, it was quite a, 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 an attack. Yeah. <laughs> and especially when they started attacking us with our own music that we had not been able to get played on white stations at all. So this this body of music that a lot of white critics, myself included, over, over the years have sort of lionized as this golden rock and roll period was crowding you off the radio. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm just somebody whose intentions are good. Oh, I don't wanna be misunderstood. Going into that event, the Kennedy Center Honors in 08, Pete Townsend and Roger Daltrey were being honored. Did you see that as a a potential way to raise your visibility? I knew that it had to be good because I knew I would swear I had been trying to be so long on national television on a very important show. 
Aretha Franklin was in the fourth row right in front of me. Right across from Aretha was Beyonce. And Barbara Streisand was sitting right up there between them. I wanted these people to know that I was as good as they were for a very long time. Well, Aretha knew it. But <laughs> I wanted all the rest of them to know it. So I, I sung the song with attention. I did get a chance to see Aretha's reaction, which was stunned, <laughs> and that was good. And I got a real good, who is that, on Beyonce's face. <laughs> and I got another one from Pete Roger, and I got Robert Streisand asking him, did you really write that song? <laughs> that was 10 years for that got done right there. And just as black as Lord, I need me one more drink of that cool, cool. That was St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin speaking with Betty Levette. Our David Kazaris edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Eric Schmid, and this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.